Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware. And I'm here back in Clapham with my mum and we're cooking for a guest today. Darling, what do you mean we? Okay, you. I have cooked today for a guest. You have cooked and it looks really good, mum. I hope so. What's on the menu? I've done lamb shanks with a kind of herby red wine sauce and some boulanger potatoes. What are boulanger potatoes? It's potatoes where you slice them very thinly and put onion between each layer and then cook them in a stock, chicken stock. Mm. It's like less fattening than dauphinoise because it doesn't have cream or cheese on it. But it's nice and crispy and it tastes lovely. I love it. And then I've done some cabalonero. And I did make a lemon curd roulade. Which is my favourite. And it's got passion fruit in the cream. Passion fruit in the cream. And it looks beautiful. And of course it's gluten free for you, darling. Thanks, Now, I have to say that when we did a Guess Who's coming on the podcast a few weeks back, and it actually was for Dan Levy. Yeah. The amount of people that put in the comments... Can it be? Can it be? Say it is. And it is. Today... I'm so excited. The first thing I'm going to say is... What's new, Pussycat? Oh, oh. Pussycat. <laughs> no. Pussycat. What's new? <laughs> the first thing I'm going to say is... Oh, Sean what's Connery. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. He would have been a good James Bond, Tom Jones. Do you think he could act? Do you know what? When I first saw him, he was on a TV programme called Ready, Steady, Go. And he had actually the slimmest hips I've ever seen. And he had this very curly hair that wasn't kind of cool or trendy and long. Slim, slim hips. What do you mean by that? Like, what what era are we in? Decade? It must be in the mid-60s. Madman period, darling. And this first song that I remember him singing was, It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. I hope he sings tonight. He's prone to singing out loud. What do you mean? What I've seen you... him on The Voice. People say, oh, how did that go, Tom? And he'll give you a little thing. What would you like him to sing Oh, tonight? I'd love for him to sing anything. Not Sex Bomb, I don't think. Why not? But I would like Are you what's, sure, Mum? Come what's on. What's new Pussycat? And it's not unusual. And we could all sing, my, 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 that, Delilah. Do you remember we went to Party in the Park, which was oh Capital God, Radio? Yes. 
and that he came on and it'd been rather tame till then and everyone sang Delilah. Are you sure he was at yep, Party in the Park? he was in the Capital Party in the Park. And I remember thinking, he's an odd one to have on with all these young people. We've been there all day. Oh We've been God, spending £5 for a bottle of water. Oh, my God. We like were... my first festival experience, <laughs> yeah. Capital FM, Party in the Park. In Hyde Park. And, and Billy and... Piper, I remember, did Honey to the Bee, that's you for me. Oh, no, it was that one. Why'd you got to play that song so loud? Because we were to. Yeah, Billy Piper yeah, was there, and, I remember. And then he sang Delilah and everybody, all the mums were so glad there was a song they knew. <laughs> and we all said, my, my, my. I mean, how old is he, Tom Jones? He's in his 80s. And still his working boy, every week. Jesse, his new album is superb. Yeah, he has a new album called Surrounded by Time, which came out on April the 23rd. You love it, don't you, Mum? Love it. So it's a collection of cover songs yeah. that he's covered, like Michael Kiwanuka, Bob Dylan, Terry Callier, Cat Stevens, Yusuf Islam. It's really good. Oh, my God. Quickly. We have Sir Tom Jones in Mum's kitchen. I was can't. I feel faint. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say what you said to me when I walked yeah. in. The what, about the knickers? Did you no, say I haven't said that well, yet. Out about Jessica. <laughs> I said I wished I'd had two jabs because I'd have hugged you. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I feel like we've got two flirters in the room. This is just going to be a big flirt off. Yeah. But Sir Tom, it is a pleasure to have you over Such for a dinner. Thank you. And just before we, we've already been chatting and it's been glorious. But the first thing we got talking on was about how you were a Shabbos Goy. So can yes. you please tell all our listeners what that is, what happened, what was going on? Okay. Shabbos Goy yeah. is when you, the Goyim, yeah. who was non-Jewish. Yeah. So we were kids. The, the street that, that I grew up in, yeah. or when I got married anyway, which was like 16 years old, and the house was, uh, was there. My wife was Catholic. She used to go to a Catholic school, yeah. which was only a couple of doors away from where she lived. When I lived there later on, um, next door to the Catholic school was a Jewish synagogue. About 20 doors down, if that, was a Baptist chapel, all in a small street. So on Saturday, mm. Shabbos, of course, mm. we'd be outside, the, the kids playing, waiting for, for, for the rabbi to come up and, you know, the people that was going to open up the synagogue that morning. And then they couldn't do anything, of course, as you know. Yeah. So we would be waiting for one of us to be picked to go in and put the lights on. And was it and like... my father yeah. told me that when he was young, and they had boilers then, you know, that with us, we just used to turn the heater on, mm -hmm. you know, like that, as a switch. But when my father was a boy, they, they used to have um, a, an oil stove, or a wooden stove down in the, in the basement to, to heat the, uh, the synagogue. So he would have to go down there when he was a Shabbos guy, yeah. and put the, you know, get the boilers like working. The so for anybody who is a goy, and then I'm sure the goyim that, that the are goyim, listening, yes. um, basically on Shabbos, you aren't allowed to, if you are... Turn electricity you, you, Electricity, because yeah, it's supposed, it, to, do anything, it's supposed to be your day of rest. So that yeah. is, I love the idea that Tom and all his mates are waiting to see who's the, who the rabbi Did is Did they give pick. you money? Yeah. Good. Did, did well, that's paid? why we were there. <laughs> Good, what do you think, I'm a schmuck? 
sometimes you don't get paid and they think you're doing it as a well, and they pay you in no, gefilte yeah. fish. No, we or would something. hope, you know, but, but they always did. Yeah. You know, fair play. And so, Hon, I didn't know that you got married at 15. 16. 16? Yeah. Wow. How did you and your late wife meet? Uh, we were kids together in that same street outside the synagogue, funny enough. It was after the war, you see. They used to have um, an air raid shelter mm. built in the middle of her street, you know, with a, with a um, concrete base mm -hmm. and uh, reinforced uh, red brick building yeah. that the locals would go in there from their houses. Mm. So at least you'd all be in one... I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, because when <laughs> the bombs were dropping, we'd all be together. They'd have to know where everybody was, mm. you know. So they would count in and you'd go in this place, which was in the street, mm. uh, outside the synagogue. And, um, we, you know, we used to go in there as, as children, of course, because they were dropping... Well, we thought they were dropping bombs. Well, we were lucky, you see, in South Wales. Cardiff, they mm. bombed. Mm. Swansea, they bombed. All mm. of the uh, dock areas. Mm. But then if you heard planes over Pontypridd, where I come from, they had come in too far. Now, the problem was they couldn't get back to France where they were coming from. Mm. The German planes, of course, but they were coming from France. Mm. So they couldn't get back with a full load on. So they'd have to drop the bombs that they didn't use for because they missed. Bloody hell. Yeah. So you think, oh, shit. You know, they're going to... Yeah. We're going to... I mean, I didn't know. I was born in 1940. You know, so I, mm. I didn't know. Mm. I remember the noise and the siren and everything, you know. And... Uh, but. Then it was explained to me later on, if you heard the planes come over, then they think, oh, my God, you know, they're going to drop it wherever mm. they can in order for them to get back. So there was a problem, you see. So they had, they had big guns uh, up on the hills, you know, around the, the valleys, to uh, just in case if they come in too far, they try and knock them out before, you know, they can unload. So you and your wife would have been babies in this yes, air raid Yes, I was born in 1940, she was born in 41. So when did you start going out, boyfriend? When, when did you start being boyfriend and girlfriend? Well, when they, uh, after the war, they knocked this shelter down yeah. and they kept the, the concrete slab, mm -hmm. you know, the big slab there. Well, she used to play marbles mm -hmm. on the concrete slab. And I was walking with my friends because she lived in a different street to, to, to me, just around the corner, really. Yeah. But you'd have to go out of your way off the main drag to go into the street where she lived, where the synagogue was. So um, as I was walking through, I saw her playing marbles. And she had great legs, you see. So <laughs> You weren't impressed by her skillful marble play. <laughs> no, no, she was there, legs. you know, giving it that. And I went, who is that? You know, like when I was, uh, I don't know, uh, nine or ten or something like that. You know, when you first start yeah, noticing yeah. girls, mm -hmm. in, in the, not as, you know, they become different things and they're just a pain in the ass. They become... Uh, <laughs> More <laughs> they, interesting. They become, yes, you know, you look at them in a different way. Yeah. So there she was playing marble. So that's the first time I was aware of her. But I remember she used to go to the Catholic school and us Protestant kids, I did anyway, I used to look at the Catholic girls and think, wow, exotic, because they all wore had earrings. See? Why? Well, when Catholic kids they are get, born... They get, oh, they get their ears pierced. pierced. They get their ears pierced when they're young. So uh, we thought that that was, like, very exotic because the Protestant girls didn't have that, <laughs> you know. So I remember seeing the, the Catholic girls around there 
with these earrings in, you see. Didn't you used to have your ear pierced? I did at one yeah. time, yes. And so you were already married when It's Not Unusual came out. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. Because I can remember watching you on Ready, Steady, Go. Yes. And this fantastic, you had hips like snake hips. Yes. Fabulous. <laughs> yes. You yeah, wore the fun. you wore the rabbit. Rabbit's foot. And you were real sexy, and they yes. were kind of putting you forward as this sexy bloke with this fantastic baritone voice. Yes. And no one knew you were married, I don't think, at the no, time. No, exactly. Yeah, they so kept it quiet. They kept it quiet, which they used to do then, yeah. you see. Like marriage, oh my God, you know, you can't be married. Because none of the young girls will buy the records. That's what they with, thought. Yeah, right. So, you know, it was a front of the Daily Mirror. I, I remember seeing it. After I had It's Not Unusual, number one, it went to very quickly. Then... Oh, sorry, girls, but Tom Jones is already married. And where did it go in the charts after that? It stayed there. It was no problem. Jesse, it was such a good song. I I know. But I remember doing a Ready, Steady, Go, and I was talking to T-Bone Walker, who was a blues guy, and and the girls were looking through the glass, you know, the studio. Oh, Tom, you know, (laughs) you know, you're married. Oh, my God. You know, they, they were all like, oh... You know, but the general public, thank God, it didn't didn't affect it. But the but the young girls did, were a bit uh, upset. I want to know about this sixteen-year-old wedding. Like, did you get a say on the choice of meal that you had? Uh, no, because okay. you see, the, what what happened? The honest truth is, my wife and myself really started going out properly in. Mm. Um, uh, what a minute! I left school at fifteen, which was 50, 1955. She was still in school because mm-hmm. she was seven months younger than me. So I finished. I started working in a glove factory. She was still in school. So after I would finish work, I would go and, you know, she would just come out of school. And we started going around the hills of South Wales. Mm-hmm. You see? And one thing led to another, of course. Started with Kiss Chase. Uh-huh. Kiss Chase. Before I had TB. I had TB from the time I was 12 till I was 14. Shit. Two years? Yeah, two years in bed. I'm in, in the house. And your the... lungs held out. Yeah. Well, see, it was a blessing in disguise because they said, whatever you do, you can't go down the coal mine. My father was a coal miner, you oh. see. So I'd knocked that out. So it was a blessing in disguise because it stopped me. I would have become a coal miner. But that stopped me. So for two years, yeah, from 52 to 54, uh, I was bedridden. And I could see my wife, you know, outside with, you know, going up the hills with, with kids, you know, playing because all the kids are all around. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember feeling a, an ache in my chest. You know, they say about heartache. Well, I felt heartache. Oh. Honestly, when I was 12. To, and then when I was 13, of course, uh, like that, but all through, especially from 13 to 14, when I when I could uh, get out of the house, you know, I, I was then moving around a bit, and I could see her through the window going up the side of the thing, you know. But I, a friend of mine, you see, used to keep a check on her because he knew I liked her. <laughs> so I said, keep an eye on Linda and make sure that she's uh, right, okay. And so, so when you had your wedding, what well, did you eat? Wait a minute. Okay, sorry, go on, carry right. on. Kiss chest. So we Come got, on, yes, we were at kiss the, chest. This, is, this is about food, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and kiss chase. We like a little kiss okay, chase. Okay, it was kiss chase, and she said she realised, because when I kissed her when we were kids, it was something different there. So when we got married, we had to get, have it done quickly because she was pregnant, and by right. the time, you know, when the shit hit the fan, So you the caught her then, Tom? 
Pardon? Kiss Chase, you caught her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I caught her one on the Kiss Chase. So anyway, we, you know, we started, as, as young people do, uh, together, you yeah. know. But we fell in love, you see. We were in love. A lot of kids fall in lust, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't, thank God. It was the real deal. And I mean, I, I remember when I had TB and I was like aching mm. for this girl. Had so, you kissed her by that point? Oh, the kiss chase. You kiss know, chase, just, just okay, kiss that chase. was like 10, okay, 12. Exactly. Okay, fine. So then I was there, but I was, you know, I knew there was something about this girl, you know. I just felt strong for, for mm. her. So I come out of bed and then um, I used to go to the local shop for my mother to pick the groceries up. And she would be using the same shop. So if we were there by ourselves, we would, we would find some excuse to go and get the shopping in by ourselves rather than go with our mothers, which we used to do as well. So when we had got a chance to go up, I said, do you want anything down the shop, ma'am? <clears throat> you know, yeah, go and get me some potatoes or whatever it is. And I would be down there. And Linda, of course, nine times out of ten, she would be there. Mm. And my mother had to come around the corner and she said, come on, for God's sake, your father's waiting for his dinner. You know, you've got the bloody, you know, stop talking to that Linda Trenchard, her name was, Linda Trenchard. You know, come on. So, uh, you know, you try to like, you know, try to be cool, but mom's calling me. Okay. So that was it. So then when she became pregnant, you see, she, she didn't show for a long time. So when she did, it was like, you know, she was getting close. Mm. And then they said, well, what do we do? Now there's a big kerfuffle then, you know. My grandmother came to the house and my mother, you know, all the family came around. Ooh, you can't, you know, you can't let this boy get married at this early age. I was there with Linda. We were in the kitchen talking, mm. right? And all the family was there, you know, trying to work out what's going to happen, mm. right? And my mother, God bless her, she said, look at this. We're all disgusting what these kids are going to do with their lives. Mm. And they are oblivious to what we're saying. And I said, but what? You know, like we were like, boom, you know, like that. She said, you can see them. If this child is born out of wedlock, mm. this, which was... Is this this, this child? is him there, yeah, This Mark. child, your... That's your, Mark. Your, your, Mark is here, and also is your manager. Yes. Yeah. See, so he did very well out of this. <laughs> so... <laughs> Married in Bloody March, hell. born in April. Married on March the 2nd, yeah. because it was all like January and February. It was all, oh, oh, oh. So anyway, so by the time they made up their minds, mm. and my mother said, please, let's not get in the way, because you can see, I know true love when I see it, and there it is. So um, she said, if we, if we don't let them go ahead with it now, and the child would be born out of wedlock, which was a big deal in those days, they're going to get married anyway. Soon as they turn eighteen, and we won't have a say in it, they'll get married. I know they will. So, so w- which family did you live with, hers or yours? Well, we didn't live together at the beginning. It's oh. a good question because her father had tuberculosis, but he was in hospital with it. So they didn't really want me to go, you know, close to her house because of uh, he would be coming home in the weekends and things like that, and I was susceptible because I'd already had TB. So that was a bit of a problem there. But we got married in a registry office because religion again came into it, right? So she was brought up Catholic, you see. Her father was Church of England, but her mother was Catholic. She went to a Catholic school, went to a Catholic church. And I was Protestant, right? Went to a Presbyterian chapel. So we thought, you know, it's got to be done fast. So we don't want to be, you know, getting all this 
stuff together, and my sister was about to get married. Oh, see, oh, you know. no, you stole her limelight. Well, so all this came together very quickly. We went to the registry office in pont de Yeah. and got it done fast. Went back to our house, and I think, I don't know what it was, my mother did a, she used to do a great pie. She used to do a corned beef pie, my mother, Ooh. in a big tin. Yeah. Because, you know, during the war and after the war, everything was on ration. Uh -huh. So she could make something out of nothing. You know what I mean? Was she a good cook? Oh, great cook. Oh, my grandmother, my father's mother, was a professional cook. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, so we had one of these pies. So it was corned beef, you yeah. know, onions. My father loved onions. So gravy, you know, it was a big Lovely. thing. Yeah, so she, she so how that's what people, we did. We went back to our house. How many people came? Only, only just a close family. My sister, her husband, to be, they were engaged at the time. And... Uh, you were there. Mark was there. Mark was there, yes. Sure. <laughs> but when did you start singing? Like, I mean, were oh, you singing a, a choir? When I was a child, uh, I never went in for choir singing. I didn't particularly like it. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to be locked into anything. I always wanted to be a free spirit, even from a child. Mm. You know, I said, I'll sing what I want to sing when I want to sing it. Not, uh, you know, like that. So when I was in school, the first recollection that I had about soul singing, you know, gospel music. Yeah. I sang the Lord's Prayer, uh -huh. you know, in uh, religious instructions. And they said, you, you, you're sounding like a gospel singer. I said, I don't know. I go to a Presbyterian chapel. Yeah. We'd sing hymns on a Sunday afternoon, you know, but that's, that's about as far as it goes. Jesse and I, I was talking about your new album, which I love. Yes. It's you. very bluesy. Yes. I said to Jesse, well, I think Tom's really a blues singer. And Jesse said, no, he's a soul singer. Well, so what are you? Well, <laughs> that's a good point. It, it, with soul singing, you see, it all comes from the church. Mm. You know, Al Jolson, for instance. I was a big Al Jolson fan when I was a kid. Yeah. And I loved what he did. So who, who are your real fabulous the people you look up to, your, your idols when you were growing up, besides Al Jolson? Well, oh, well besides Al Jolson. <laughs> um, were well, they blues singers? Yes. You gospel see, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. You see? Right, I knew fine, I got it right. Jesus. Well, but gospel as well, though, you see. There's gospel, blues, and then it turned into what we know as soul. But that only kicked in in the yeah. 60s, where they used soul music. Well, it's interesting because, obviously, I did a BBC show that you presented and sung on with Beverly um, Knight. Yes. And it was a gospel... Uh, it, was, it was on Christmas Day. In Cardiff. And in Cardiff. And we had these choirs, and I fantastically lost my voice. Oh, I, I lost my voice the day before, which is always really great when you're doing a, a television special on Christmas Day with Tom Jones. Um, but but I remember hearing you sing, and it just being, and you told stories about these gospel songs that yeah, you were yeah. singing, and it was so beautiful to hear and to hear you singing with this choir. It was, I mean, it was gorgeous. So it totally makes sense that the origins of yeah. Yes, so that's what I was uh, influenced by. Yeah. I'm sure, like Al Jolson was when he was a kid. Yeah. He must have heard people singing that yeah. kind of music. Blues. So when, yeah. was it, it's not unusual, your first Yes. Kind of, so what was that thought of at the time? That was pop, was that a pop was song? Pop, it was wasn't it? It's pop song. What, what happened was, we, I tried a, we tried a song, first of all, called Chills and Fever, mm -hmm. which was like a rock. Good, good title. Yeah, rock soul type thing. Yeah. And that's what Peter Sullivan, who my recorder manager was, mm. thought that's what I would get a hit with. Mm -hmm. Right? And I thought so too. But I could sing almost anything, mm -hmm. really, which is sometimes is a, is a, 
it's a, I think it's an asset, but people can't put a label on you. You see, that's the problem. Mm. Uh, so we did Chills and Fever. It didn't make it. Then I did a demo for Sunday Show that Gordon Mills and Les Reed wrote. I did the demo on it to give to uh, her manager. Yes. Anyway, she wanted the song for Sandy Show. Now, Sandy Show had already had a couple of number one records. Mm. So I did the demo on it. They sent it to her, and that was... So she said, whoever singing it, God bless her, whoever singing this is his song. Well, I had to fight for this song. You know, I said, excuse me, you know, after I did the demo in mm. Denmark Street, I said, that's it. So they said, what? What do you mean, that's it? I said, that's the song we're looking for. It's right there. Now, you know, I can, I can write a million of those, Gordon Mill said. He never did, but uh, which song was I'm it? Still no, no, there's always it's not unusual. There. Oh, that she was going to sing that yeah, song. Yeah. Bloody! Was she cheek. pissed off that you didn't send it? Because it was bum chip and she'd had a couple of you know that bum chip bum chip bum chip. Yeah, there's always something there to remind me. Yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, okay. Those things, you see. So you said no. Well, I said I want that song. Yeah. So. Thank God for her, she said, whoever's singing this, I can't sing that like that. So I'm glad they asked me to do the demo. If they'd had a girl to do it, she might have done it. So how old were you then? Uh, 24. 23, 24. Living in London? Yeah, yeah, we were living in Ladbroke Grove. We had moved to London, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to crack it, waiting for the song. You know, so we tried this Chills and Fever in the summer of 64, didn't make it. So by the, towards the end of the year... When I finally said, I want that song. So Peter Sullivan said, look, if we tried it, a milder version didn't happen. He said, it's not happening. Mm. I said, I know it can happen, you know, with the right arrangement. I don't know what it is, but I know it can. And then Les Reed, who was a ranger as well, said, what about if I put brass just to play the same but mm. as the mm. bass drum is doing? So Peter Sullivan said, well, give it a shot. Let's see. Because he said, it's got the kick before you even open your mouth. Right? So they lift, we lifted the key, put it in C, which is high. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Was it hard for you to sing it? No, easy. I mean, I... I've you done, can sing I, anything, I Jesse. I done, no, I've done the demo on it, you see. So I knew the song inside out. So to me, it was, it was easy. And of course, boom, there it was. So how did Linda feel about when it went big? Right. Was it weird for her and you? And well, no, she knew I was after it. Yeah. She knew, because she used to hear me sing when we were kids, yeah. and then in the pubs and clubs, mm. you know, she'd come to these workmen's clubs with me to see, she used to get more nervous than what, I did. In Wales? In Wales, yeah. With a band, I took a little rhythm section in there, and we did these shows. Mark, Mark, can I ask you, if you don't mind, well, I'll ask your dad, what was one of your mum's, like, your favourite dishes that your mum did, or your dad did, actually? Was, oh. was your dad a good cook? Did he cook? Not me, no. I couldn't boil an egg. No, I can't. <laughs> we were out, he was on a cooking show once when we were doing a promo tour in Europe. Yeah. He was nearly freaked out that he was standing by a, by a kitchen <laughs> oh. sink or whatever. Well, yeah. see, my father was a coal miner. Yeah. My mother was in the kitchen. She yeah. ruled the kitchen. Yeah. I used to help her when I was a child, you know, peeling potatoes and doing all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and I would like being in the kitchen with my mother. But when I, was, when I got a bit older, my father said, look, excuse me. Stay out of the kitchen, all right? So it was to just, me. So you just never you you got to enjoy, but you never really learned any dishes. Love cooking, no. My father loved my mother's cooking. So, At one okay. point, he wouldn't eat anybody else's cooking. So who's cooking for you now? Well, uh, I got I got a man that works for me, Ben. And he cooks. Yes. Any good? He's my yes. He's my assistant, 
and butler come assistant. Oh yeah, right. come cook. Do you and know that's all I'm after in my life. You would like a butler that butler. doesn't wear any clothes. Cool. Yeah. No, I would. <laughs> just bend my clothes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I would like. Cook. Fantastic. He cooks different things. He, he was just cooking over there this afternoon. Now when Mark came over, yeah, and we tried a little bit of uh, you know meatballs with you know sauce. Oh, nice. just a little bit. That's oh, you, all right. So, so you're, you've still got an appetite for what we're giving oh, you. Oh, okay, hope so. fine. And you but, tell me it's lamb, and I'm Welsh. And well, yeah. well, well, that's why it. I did it. So, Mum yeah. did. I mean. Uh, yeah, Mum did lamb shank, which we hear you are Love a fan it. of. Love it. Good. Oh, Love fantastic. It. Yeah, go on, so, Mark. Sorry. So, Mark, what did your mum used to cook that felt really memorable that you really loved? I can't remember. I mean, in the in the fifties, everybody was going after things like fish fingers. Do you know what I mean? When it, yeah. it was it was the beginning of really. Yeah. We were all into, it was, yeah. That it felt was really funny. exciting. Yeah. No, it, it was, was like convenience yeah. food. Frozen convenience food. food was starting to come, come alive. Cake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was amazing. So exciting. But 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 was <laughs> Linda But was Linda a good cook? cook? Oh yeah. What well, did you could, what did you love of hers? She she well she could cook anything. Yeah. Like like my mother, she learned a lot from my uh-huh. my mother. That's good. And she uh, she learned she learned to cook, so she could cook any anything you wanted. Really, she got to become a, a really. good But you cook. lived in the states for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Where? Bel Air, then Beverly Hills. Oh. Yeah. Why did you come back? My wife died. After she died, you felt better here? Yes. Well, Mark and my son and daughter-in-law and grandchildren are here. Yeah. So what was I doing over there? No, it's true. You know. So... Thanks, Mark. But if you remember any, I love the fact that you've your your poor mother. You went. I loved fish fingers. <laughs> she was a very young woman, you see. Yeah. Because I was. Don't forget, she was yeah. still growing yeah. up when I was a baby. Yeah. Really. So uh, it's we had an interesting time, the three of us, to be honest. It with must you. have been quite a ride, like being in it yeah, together. You were young. And exactly. I mean, you must remember so much of your dad's so you career, to like dad's, the start. Did you go to all his gigs? No, he was too young. He was too young in Wales, you see. Oh. But uh, when I was playing the clubs and everything, yeah. Mark, was, oh, yeah. Mark was only a kid. But then when It's Not Unusual came out, of course, the press were, well, Mark will tell you, they were all after him in the, in the playground, you know. Too oh. Young. oh, no. Do you yeah. remember it? Yeah. Well, vividly, it was a shocker. Oh, for me. that's so horrible. Well, that's when your life changes. You remember the day. It was on St. David's Day in 1965. So I was eight. And all of a sudden, that's... Uh, it was, you know, it was amazing. You yeah. hope for the best, but, you know, it changes your life. Um, but here we are today. Look at this. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) 
Do you love doing the voice? I love it. Just kind of, what do you love about it? What is? Well, I'm still in the business without singing. Yeah. Well, I sing sometimes. Yeah, but you've got an album out now. Like. Well, yes, but you know what I mean. I'm sort of uh, with music musicians. Yeah. You get a chance to go and you know have a bit of a sing as well. Yeah. But I can I can help young singers as much as I possibly can. Yeah. You know, and to try and give them some wisdom that people gave me. Yeah. When I was growing up. You know what I mean? You, you you pick up information from, as you oh, know. Oh, I love it when you sing. <clears throat> you know, yeah, so... Oh, I love it when you tell a story and you say, oh, well, when I was singing with Elvis. Yeah. Or when I was singing with, you know, Bob <laughs> Dylan. Or Bob Frank Dillon. Sinatra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You must He's have... sung with everybody, uh, Jeff. Well, I want to know, right. are there any really memorable dinners with any of those people? Frank Sinatra, Elvis. Did you ever have any... Dinners that we must know about on table manners. Uh, yes, with Elvis, are we allowed to know? Elvis, no, Elvis Presley. He didn't like to go out. You oh, see. you kidding? Just because he was too famous. Well, he said that. I said, but Elvis, if you're going to have six fellas walking in front of you saying, "Get out the way, Elvis is coming," I said, it's not very. You've got to dress down. You got to, you know, you got to put a hat on or something. And you oh, know, did he always stone. dress up in those suits? But yes, but he loved. Oh my God! See, Elvis Presley loved being Elvis Presley. But he would say, oh, how do you do it, Tom? You know, how do you go? I said, because you, you do go unannounced. Mm. There are places. You've got to make sure where you're going. You can't go wandering about, of course. But it can be done. So he would have dinner in his suite. And we would sometimes eat up there. But he loved junk food, you see. Yeah. Oh, really? He used to keep a pizza under his bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just in case he had munchies in the middle of the oh night. Oh, my God. That's a great. I, I mean, he's my kind of guy. I knew I so liked that, Elvis. Pizza under the bed. Yeah. So that pizza is great. But but I was in Hawaii with him when when uh, I was in Hawaii. And he had and pineapple on his pizza. 19, exactly. <laughs> in 1969, and we went. We I went to his house. Yeah. To, to hang out with him, because uh, he was staying in Hawaii, and I was doing some shows there. Yeah. In 69, when I had my TV show, so um, I went out to his house in the afternoon, and we had hamburgers. Well, that was like the big thing that he loved, right? Yes. Yeah. So that was it. You know, I remember having lunch there, uh, hamburgers and salads and stuff like that. Was he handsome? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Striking. Striking. I yeah. think that that's, I mean, he did sound different as well, mind you. Uh, but that became, it was like almost an accident, you know, because he liked blues, rhythm and blues, mm. gospel music, especially. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but they wanted him to, you know, what, what we're going to do with Elvis. They didn't know because he loved a lot of things. You know, he had just, a gorgeous voice. Yes. So we happened to trip over, you know, we we're doing the first one. That's all right, Mama. You know, it was like that. So, um, but he had a different sound. Mm. But it was his look, you see. Yeah. It was his look. He looked better than, you think of the most handsome fella he you've ever so met. so beautiful, right? yes. You can't Honestly, imagine. And, 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 and then he walks in. You know what I mean? In his in his day, when he, mm. when he before he put on that weight, which was a shame mm. that they've got footage of him like that because he wasn't. I knew him when he was, you know, Skinny. young and, and like that. But he didn't and, wear the best outfits then, did well, he? Well, he loved. You know, he got into that. You see that Vegas thing. That Vegas thing with the collar up and the. But he loved it. Shoulders. I mean, he got married in Las Vegas. You oh, know, before yeah. uh, before he started working there. So, you know, he did love Vegas. Did you have a residency in Vegas? No, I used to go, well, sort of. I would play there when, when Elvis was, was there at the same time. And Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis, you know, the Rat Pack and all that. In the 60s, late 60s, early 70s, uh, I would do a month straight, one month per year, 
Two shows a night for a month straight. Wow. Your voice must have been... Unbelievable. Been exhausted. Yeah, I got nodules on my vocal cords because of it. So uh, anyway, that was it. And we, we, we were all there together. So as far as food was concerned, um, I had to eat in... I tell you what I used you to have. You What? Come on. Exactly. When I'm going to send you Jewish I'm making, penicillin. I'm, I'm making sort some... Jewish penicillin. Some, Tom, I'm making some this weekend because it's Passover and I'll send some Please. to you. Please. Definitely. Mum, I'm actually really hungry right, now. Can we get the old lamb shank? Do you want me you're to? Sure. I was looking forward. To, I was looking forward to a chicken in a pot or. Uh, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have a Jewish meal here tonight. No, well, I, lo- I love lamb shanks. I oh, tell me about Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did he drink? He drank uh, bourbon and coke. And did you join him drinking? Oh, that? yeah. One night. I'm walking through the casino in Caesar's Palace to go and see Sammy Davis. Yeah. Right? I was following him Who in. He also sang really well. Yeah, yes. Oh, great singer. I mean, actually amazing. A nice Jewish boy, isn't he? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so, he said, so I was going to go and see him. I was following him in. I was going to go into Caesar's Palace yeah. after, after him. So I go in a little bit early to see whoever was on. Yeah. So I was going to, and I knew Sammy Davis, you know, from 65. And... Um, so I went in there, this was about 1970, 71, somewhere around there. And uh, so I'm walking uh, through the casino, past this Galleria bar, which was a big bar in Caesar's Palace, mm-hmm. on my way to see Sammy Davis. And I hear, Thomas? And I said, oh, that's Frank. So I turn and he's there at the end of the bar, roped off. You know, nobody else can go in there. All right. And uh, so he says, Thomas, come here. And he tapped the stool by the side of him. So I said, well, look, I'm going to see uh, Sammy Davis. He's going to be going on in a bit. He can wait. He said, <laughs> I said, well, I wouldn't want to be the one to hold a show up. No, no, he said, just a quick drink, you know, you won't be late. So I sat with him and I had a, he was drinking. Uh, I said, what, what are you drinking? He said, uh, bourbon and coke. He said, that's what I like. Okay, great. So he had that, I, had, I can't remember what I had. And... Um, so we were sitting there, and a young lady came past mm. and said, oh, my God, Frank Sinatra and Tom Jones together. Oh, my God. Like this, right? Mm-hmm. Could I have a picture? So she came up with a little camera to take a picture of the both of us. And he said, Frank Sinatra said, if you want a picture, it's got to be a good one. So he calls the camera girl over that's working there in the thing, and he said, this young lady would like a picture of Tom and myself, so let's have it done properly, not with that little camera that you have, sweetheart, he said. And, uh, and that was it. And I thank God that happened because I have the picture now. Oh, that's You know, so a proper lovely. picture of the two of us at the bar. It would have been, you know, I wouldn't have had it otherwise. Yeah. So, uh, so that, yeah, that was it. So he was... Uh, Which no, music did you enjoy listening to? Did you like Frank Sinatra? Not so much as I liked Elvis Presley. Oh, but I, so- got, I learned to appreciate him more when I got older. Yeah, me too. His timing... It's see, I was, I was at phrasing see, as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. But I was, I was, rock and roll began. I was fifteen years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. It hit like a hammer, you know. So anything that wasn't rock and roll to me, in when I was a teenager, was nothing. Yeah, you know. So then you get older, yeah. and that's why we call this album "Surrounded by Time," mm. because uh, it does make a difference. You see, when you get older, you look at life in a different way, all the different parts of your life. So when I got into, um, yeah, when I got into my 20s, 30s, I was then starting to realize what, how good Frank Sinatra did yeah. sing. Mm. You know, you got to listen to him to know how really well he sang. 
And uh, so I got to appreciate that, you know, with the thing. But I went, this is ironic, I went to Elvis, right? Mm. And I'd recorded a, a, an album of standards, right? Yeah. So he said, I got your latest album, Tom, right? Okay. I love Elvis saying. On my life. And, I, and he said, but let me tell you something. He said, if you don't mind. I said, no, I don't mind. He said, we leave songs like that to Frank. You know what I mean? We leave. We. we. He said, we don't do those songs. I, I, I kind said, of yeah. love that that he said we. Did oh you feel love. like was oh, that like the greatest? Straight away. Song? Yeah. So I thought, wow, you know, this is it. Then I see Frank, you know, another night like that night when we were having a drink, oh yeah. and he God. said, Tom, you can forget that rock and roll stuff. You know, you need you could you could Come do you could do great jazz, <laughs> uh, you know, records. They all wanted you in their gang. Well, so I thought, what a situation to be in. Elvis Presley telling me to do more rock rock type numbers or big ballads as well, but not standards. You know, not. Um, you know, not what yeah. Frank Sinatra would be doing. Leave that to Frank Sinatra, he said. I said, well, I like doing, doing them all. Yeah. And well, I thought, I'm getting, yeah. I'm, Elvis is trying to pull me one way, Frank Sinatra's trying to pull me the other way. What a position to what be in. What a predicament. Yeah. I, d- I wonder whether, because it seems like you were so loved by everybody, not mm. only fans, but, you know. The in the business. In the biz. Yes, I was lucky. You were. Because he's nice. No, I get this, but I, I maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but. For me, I, I've been with my husband since I was 18. Yeah. And there's something that's quite grounding about Definitely. having that. And I wonder whether there was something about you that you, you were, yes, you were living in Beverly Hills, Bel Air, you were hanging out with sure. Elvis and Frank, but you still had Linda. Frankly, still had Linda. Yeah. Yes. And there was something quite, in ground, quite grounding about that. You were oh, sure. huge, famous, but... Well, she was, you know, when we would go to see Elvis Presley, yeah. you know, Linda was with me nine times out of ten, mm. and he said to me... You're lucky, Tom, to have Linda. Mm, mm. Because he said, I fell in love when I was young and I was on the road a lot, so she, I didn't, you know, we never went any further than that. But he still thought of that girl. He said, that's the girl I wanted. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get her because she went off with somebody else because I was too busy doing my thing. But you got married before fame happened, mm. right? Which is true. Mm. So then you realize my marriage was solid, you see. Mm. Before, it's not unusual. And that, I think, kept me going. You know, well, I not think, I know. Because sometimes I'd get a bit large. You know what I mean? There was some Americans came over to the house we used to have on St. George's Hill, right? Yeah. So I had a snooker room up on the top floor. Uh-huh. And I'm playing snooker with this fellow from New York, uh, Burke Zanft, who's a good Jewish man. Oh, my God. So he was up there. He was be doing Passover. Exactly. <laughs> Do you want to come to my Matt Mitzvah? We'll get on to that in a minute. But yes, yeah. carry on. Yeah, so Burke Zampt was over there. He was a plastics manufacturer. Yeah. I got to know. He used to come to the Copa to see me sing there. So anyway, he's the up. Copacabana. Copacabana, yeah. Oh, my. I didn't even realise there was a real place. Oh, yes. yeah. I thought it was just a song. No, no. Oh, no. Anyway, this is a... Wow. Which, which was owned by Jules Podell, who was, again, Jewish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we've you, got it wrapped Tom up. Okay. It's quite amazing. Like Tom speaks like he's a Jew because we always talk about who's Jewish. The Jews just exactly. talk about. But I feel I like, like you're hey, claiming them. Hey, yeah. the, the shirt. That's why Jewish people go short necks, you know. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Exactly. So, so come anyway. on the snooker on the on the penthouse yeah. so snooker. So we're yeah. up, up, you know, in the house St George's yeah. Hill. I'm playing snooker with Bill. in Weybridge. In Weybridge. St. George's Sorry, Hill St. George's is a Hill. posh place in oh, Weybridge. Okay, Before we moved Where to the Cliff States. Where Cliff Richard lived. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before we, and John Lennon and, and John Ringo Lennon. Starr. Yeah. So 
we're, we're playing snooker up in the top room. And I supposedly got a bit large. This was in the early 70s. Before what's, what's large to Tom Jones, though? I need to Well, I'm this. drinking a glass of Dom Perignon champagne. Okay. And I'm smoking a big Cuban cigar. Yeah. And I'm sort of saying, well, you know, Burke, when we were in the thing, and then, and then, and then, you're going on like this. I, got, yeah. I was getting a bit uh, you know, out of my pram, as we say. <laughs> and, uh, and Linda said, just a minute. You know what I mean? She's sitting there, you know, with some other people. And she said, just, just, just a minute. She said, you don't really think you're Tom Jones, do you? And I said, well, yeah, I am I Tom am. No, she said, I married Tommy Woodward. As soon as you start believing that you are Tom Jones, forget it. Oh, is your name not Jones? Thomas Jones Woodward. Oh, we never knew Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, we just chopped the Woodward off. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she would do that to me, you see? Mm. So I could not, and I loved that, mm. because I realised this girl... I can't bullshit this girl. Mm. You know what I mean? And she will not take bullshit from me. I can't. There's yes. no way around it. And on my life, when she died, I said to Mark, because he was there, you know, we were in the hospital with her mm. and everything. And I said, and he said, well, you'll be all right. You'll be okay. I said, no. I said, your mother, you see, she used to keep me grounded. Mm. Now, who's going to save me from me? Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can get carried away, you see? Mm -hmm. Like I started drinking a lot after she died because I thought, oh, the only way I'm going to get through this, you know, is yeah. be large. Yeah. It doesn't work. You can't do that. So you've got to be real. So you needed, you needed to tr come well, back to the UK to be with Mark. Exactly. So family. thank God Mark, you know, keeps me grounded. And he does. Mm. You try it. <laughs> no, but honestly, because, you know, I say, oh, so he says, just a minute. You know, it's like his mother speaking to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yes, Do you want a bit of everything? Yes, please. Wow. Just like mum used to make. Aww. So how old are your grandchildren, Tom? My grandson is uh, 37. You're kidding. And my granddaughter's 33. Mm, 33. Good, good voices? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Would you say, get into the industry, or would you say, just stick there? If they wanted to. Yeah. Because I said to my grandson, he could be, and he's a good-looking fella, plays guitar, sings, mm. loves music, knows a lot about it. You know, he, you know, he likes what he likes, and he didn't you know, like that. So I said, uh, when you give it a shot, I mean, I'll help you as much as I can. If you want to, he said, I don't think I got the nerve for it. I love to sing around the house and everything, mm. but um, he said, I don't think I'm cut out for it. I said, well, it's a lot easier than you would think once you make that first step, as you know. You know, at the beginning, if you look at it from the outside, you think, how do those people do that? Mm. So about about your new record, I mean, yeah. were, were, did you, when you do a Michael Kiwanuka yes. cover, I mean, were you listening to Michael or was somebody, like, were your grandchildren telling you, listen, you really need to listen to this? Or no. do you consume a lot of <coughs> new music as well? No, Ethan Johns. Yeah, producer Ethan Johns, yeah. He produced the original record that I've, that I've just done. Yeah. So we were playing music by different people. Yeah. And have you heard this one? And mm -hmm. I said, no, I know who the kid is. I've seen him, you know, on the Jules right. Holland show yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, did, I hadn't really listened to him. And then he played this song. And I said, wow, that's, that's some song that yeah. I wouldn't mind having a pop at that. You know, so he said, I, did, I think it was the only time Ethan did a song by, with somebody that he had already recorded with somebody else. So, but he, he loved the song. He believed in it. And I... And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll 
we'll have a go at that. So uh, we did. So right away, you see, you start thinking, I do anyway, especially now that I'm older, as time has gone on, mm -hmm. into the lyrics, you see. Mm -hmm. So th these things, you know, I won't lie. You know, you can't, you can't be, uh, you've got to tell the truth. Things like that, you see. That's when, you, when I was young, I just wanted to sing. Mm -hmm. But then when you, when you, I think, hopefully, I've gotten more selective yeah. in the things that, uh, that I'm recording now because of my age, and you think, wait a minute, I can't be trying to do something that I did in the same way mm -hmm. as I did then. I can't. You know, you just can't. So you, you learn, and, and the knowledge that you get, hopefully, shows in your vocal performance and the material that you pick. So it's even more important to me now than it was then. And what's happening with touring? Will you tour? Oh, definitely. So with the new songs, I can't wait. Yeah, so, got so have, you got, have you got anything in the diary? Well, at the moment, I think it's the Isle of Wight uh, in oh, September. Festival. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah, in September, yes. Great. But hopefully we'll be able to do things before then, but we've got to see how things go, you know, with the situation that we're in, so... Um, but you but could I, do, like, a Tom Jones special, and, like, you could... I mean, I'm sure you've done plenty of them, but you could probably have, you know, Saturday night television, a whole... I know it's not the same as having people in the audience... I mean, hopefully they would be able... Hmm. I feel like you can do anything, really. Well, I mean, uh, I'm still equipped, like I was when I had my original TV show in the late 60s, early 70s. You know, anybody that came on, I could sing with them. Fun. So that was a, that was an asset, you see. What was your favourite um, duet that you ever did then? Uh, well, there was a few of them. Aretha Franklin. Oh, come on! Amazing. You know, what was, did you sing together? We did uh, seesaw. We did a bunch of things. We did like a, a, a lot of things, but seesaw being one of them. And um, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. Yes, yeah, so, because I was in the fifties. Yeah. You know, he was the one for mm -hmm. me. And Little Richard, you see. So I was doing duets with these people. I'm looking across the piano at both of them because they both play piano. And I thought, my God, I was buying your records when I was a teenager, and here I am looking at you and singing with you. It was unbelievable. So all those people that uh, Tony Bennett came on there, you know, and I sang with him. Uh, Tony so, Bennett. Yeah, Sammy Davis. You know, there's a lot of people from different genres of, of music mm. that I liked, and I could do it. Did you ever feel intimidated? No. You just felt like... You're Jesse, like, he's got a voice. No, I know this, but, you know, I mean... <laughs> no, I never did. Oh, man, I mean, I, I honestly could keep on asking you questions. Did you meet Prince? Yes, yes. And, like, did you share a meal with Prince? No, I spent a night with... No, spent, <laughs> sorry, let's rephrase that. I didn't spend a night with him. I was... After we did a show in, in uh, Germany, yeah. in Cologne, TV show, we got together afterwards, mm. and he was very chatty. He wanted to talk to me. What did and he I want said, to talk to you about? All probably... about the recordings and what was it like when you started recording. Yeah. All about music, really. Yeah. So I said, what happened to you? You know, one time I tried to talk to you, you know, and, and I, he said, that was then, this is now. What era was this? Was this like 90s, Prince? Or no, no, no. This 80s? was, uh, um, wait a minute, let me think. Because it was after two, because I had Sex Bomb. Yeah. He was a bit ticked off for the show that I did in Germany. It was like a Top of the Pops in German. Why was he ticked off? Because he was a little bit out of favour at the time. He was, you know, he had slave oh. on his cheek and all that. Yeah. Oh, and he, he was the Oh, so he was pissed off that he hadn't... Exactly. So he was going through all that stuff. So he told me this afterwards. They said, Prince will not be doing the TV show tonight. I said, oh, what's the matter? Is something wrong with him? 
<laughs> we don't know. And I thought, oh, he might be ill then. Mm. You know, if you don't show up to do something, normally you're ill. Mm. So we were staying at the same hotel. So I did the show, mm. had something to eat, went back to the hotel to go to the cigar bar that they had there. And uh, as we were walking in, his bass player, Larry Graham, was standing there. And uh, he said, uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing, Tom? I said, well, I just did the show, didn't I? I said, how was Prince? Is he... Uh, Is he all right? And he said, no, no, he's upstairs. He's going to come down in a minute. I said, well, why didn't he do the show then? He said, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Mm. Okay. I said, I'll ask him when he comes down. So he comes down, he gets out of the lift, and there was nobody in the lobby. So I'm about to go into the cigar bar. He's walking towards me. So I said, how are you feeling? He said, I'm fine. I said, well, and how come he didn't do the show? He said, because you topped the bill. Oh, my God. How on embarrassing. My and I said, I wasn't aware of that. He said, top of the pops is, you know, <laughs> Sex Bomb is one of the songs. And yeah, of course. And it but was doing really well. Obviously. Well, of course. Yeah. You know, it's number one all over Europe. So that's what ticked him off. So he said, I, I thought, no, he, he didn't swear. He said, you know, I'm not going to do it. So I he kind said, of no. love that he told you that. Oh, though. he did. <laughs> because you topped. So I said, I wasn't aware of topping a bill. Yeah. So he said, anyway, he said, you're coming to the after show party? I said, well, you didn't do the show. He went to the after show. He said, well, I can go to the after show party. I love Just him. because I didn't do the show. I, I said, well, if you're going, I'm going. <laughs> you know, I'm going to just go and have a cigar in the bar there. Because, you know, you couldn't smoke. It started to close yeah, down a yeah. bit. So, but it was a cigar bar. So I said, I'm going to have a quick cigar. And, and you know, he said, well, we're going to be at such and such. But whatever. had you recorded Kiss by Yeah, then? yeah. I met him. Uh, it was his birthday. Because we had the same birthday, yeah. June 7th. A different year, of course, mm. but it was June 7th. So yeah. if anybody is born... I'd like to know if anybody else has absolutely amazing voices that were born on June, June 7th, 7th, please, yeah. if anybody... Yeah. So, so, Tom, we ask everybody on the podcast, if they were going off to a an island and they were about to have their last meal before they were going, and they just, you know, their perfect meal, and it was a starter, a main, and a pudding, and drink of choice... What do you think would be in that in that meal? Uh, Starting with the starter. Or you can start with the put. I don't know if you're a sweet Well, tea. I love smoked salmon. Uh -huh. oh, me too. So smoked salmon would be... Mm. I, li I like the grill. You know, I used to go to the Savoy Grill when I used to stay at the Savoy. I love the Savoy Grill, yeah. yeah. So um, it would be smoked salmon starter. Some kind of meat dish. Yeah. Could be lamb shank like we're having now. Something like that. I'm always chocolate for a dessert. Chocolate dessert. I love chocolate. Well, I'm really glad we've done a passion fruit <laughs> lemon curd roulade, but, you know, oh, well, we've, got, I, we've got chocolate that'll too. That'll do. Probably. Okay, fine. <laughs> so chocolate is your thing. Oh, yeah. Do you have it every day? Um, more or less. What's Cho your fave? What's, what's the one that you go for? I like dark chocolate. Me too. Darling, your spoon's there. Thank you, love. Thank you, Mum. It's delish. It's got a real chew about it. I like it. It's good. So, Tom, we have... Two more questions to ask you. Yes. We're not going to Yeah, we are. Karaoke? Yeah, we are. Okay. Do you like karaoke? In what respect? Do you, do you ever like, go to a karaoke you, bar or Have party? you ever done it? No. If you were going to do it, well, I mean, maybe this is hard. Which song, which song would be the He's one that you'd go and sing? I know, but like, which song would you go and sing? Well, see, 50s rock and roll. I was a teenager in the 50s. Mm -hmm. So any real Little Richard song... Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, Fats Domino, Chuck Berry. They were the ones. So any one of those songs you want to pop on, I can sing it. 
I have no doubt you could sing it. That's well, like... I mean, I have not, I would know it. Yeah. You know. And then Tom Jones. Do you, Sir Tom Jones? <gasps> sorry. Do you get Legend. annoyed when people don't add the uh, sir? No. No. What was it like getting knighted? Wonderful. Who did it? The Queen. The Queen. I had the OBE from the Queen mm-hmm. and knighted by the Queen. Why? Can you not... Some, who else does it? Charles sometimes does it. Oh, yeah, she's... the other members of the royal family, you see. Mm. If she can't do it. But thank God, both times that I was honoured, she was there. So, Sir Tom Jones... Okay. Do you think you've got good table manners? Good table has. manner? Yeah. yeah. I'm talking to you with my mouth full, how can... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I think you are the most perfect guest, and I, I feel like we need to have you... Kind yeah. of do a residency here, just yeah. so we can hear all the other stories that we haven't well, even got around of to. Them. I know. So I got to try and tone it down a bit because I get carried away. No, no you, you don't. don't. This You're is what fabulous. we live for. This is perfect. It's amazing. So Tom Jones, thank you so much for coming on Table Manners. Thank My you pleasure. for having dinner, and thank you for telling us your amazing stories. And everyone, go and listen to the new record. Thank you. My pleasure. Next time, chicken soup. I loved it so much. He could have gone on forever for me. And I love it that he tells the story. He knew everybody. He does. also remembers everything. I have the worst memory. I can't like the dates that he was. Oh yeah, that must have been seventy one, seventy two. Oh yeah, fifty five. It's phenomenal. Yeah, he's a lovely man. Really, really lovely, and very attractive. I thought dressed in his little jeans and his cool little jacket he looked gorgeous yeah he is handsome yeah he's very handsome and that voice even when he talks is gorgeous i i'm a sucker for the welsh accent yeah as well. it is it's fabulous i just want to thank tom jones for coming over Sir tom, to, to tom. you we hope that you all enjoyed that as much as we did so many of you have asked about having him on so we hope we um you're happy that we delivered and keep telling us who else you want Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.